0: Who is it? It's your assistant, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, do come in. I've been meaning to ask you the meaning of this message regarding you going to Africa. Well, it's pretty simple, actually. I'm going on leave to find my queen. Your queen? Yes, you see, for years I've been wishing to marry a beautiful queen from the Isle of Wakanda, and I'm sure you'd agree with me on the matter if you've seen pictures of them. I'm sure I would. Wait, did you just say Wakanda? Uh, yeah. Why? Is something wrong? No, it's just that I think you're using this week off because I'm reviewing a movie about a king from a fictional country in Africa seeking his queen in America. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's not that. Oop, would you look at the time? My Uber's waiting on me to escort me to the clothing store, then on to the airport. What on earth do you need to click clothes for? To fit in with the African tribes in Wakanda, silly. I need to get a captain, some knife shoes. Just wait until I get back so I can show you. Until then, I bid you adieu. I'm going to find my queen to be. Whatever, man. Hello, hello, hello everyone out there in podcast land, you're listening to yet another Western Reviews podcast, or if you're new to the show, that's perfectly fine, welcome all, welcome all. I'm the regular master of ceremonies known as the Western Wonder, and today I'll be showcasing yet another classic 80s comedy film that's bound to have you cracking up from ear to ear. Well, I hope so anyways. Now before I get into the review, if you want to stay tuned for any upcoming reviews or non-review shows, there's two social media outlets to keep you posted. You can follow me on my Twitter page which is at reviews underscore western, that is reviews underscore western, or on my Instagram page which is at westernreviewsofficial, that is westernreviewsofficial. Coming soon, two new back to back reviews of to-be-released movies, and a new show within a show about music artists from previous decades. Stay tuned for more info. With that being said, I'll continue last week's format switch up and playing the trailer for the particular film that I'll be reviewing today, so please take a listen, and stay tuned for my review afterwards.
1: Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, lived a handsome prince. He was attended by devoted servants. Do you think perhaps just once I might use the bathroom by myself? Most amusing, sir. Wipers! And engaged by royal decree. Why? Why can't I find my own wife? We've gone to a great deal of trouble to select for you a very fine I want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins. Where will you find such a woman? In America. So he traveled across the sea to the land of opportunity, which is where the fairy tale ends and our story begins.
0: Okay, now that's as spoiler-free as you're going to get, as there will be spoilers here and there. So just a little warning before I start this review. Now on to the plot. In a beautiful African country named Zamunda, Prince Akeem, played by Eddie Murphy, one of his many roles in this film, has become tired of being pampered all of his life and not being able to do simple things such as hygiene and cleaning by himself. The straw that breaks the camel's back is when his father and mother aka the King and Queen played by James Earl Jones and Matt Sinclair has arranged a wife-to-be for him.
1: She's no your queen they just, they just keep to be oh a vision of perfection, an object of affection to quench your royal fire, it completely free. Sounds like on the fourth floor. O, D, for your direction, your queen to be
0: African chocolate. Doesn't he sing so well? Maybe we should have stayed in Wakanda. Anyways, it turns out that his bride is actually on command to do whatever Akeem wants her to do. So, if he wants her to run 50 miles, she'd run 50 miles. If he wants her to stop counting for the rest of her life, she'd probably stop counting for the rest of her life. I could go on with these types of orders, both normal or twisted. After a conversation with his father, Akeem commits to his daily training sessions with his buddy and servant Simi, played by Senor Hall, who has a back and forth with him over differing opinions on how to treat your wife. Akeem is able to call off his wedding arrangement in order to find his own bride who wants to be with him for his personality, not his regal standing in the Simonian kingdom. And the destination to find that bride to be? New York City, one of the biggest and well-known cities in America. Accompanied by Semi, Akeem settles on looking around in Queens because, after all, there should be Queens there. Plus, the duo rent out an apartment from a no nonsense landlord and pretend to be poor college students. While roaming around, came and Simi switch out their outfits to fit in with fellow New Yorkers, while the grifters who found the items probably had this buying in the background.
1: Alright, we going. What a money reside, What a money reside, What a money reside, What a money reside. Okay, let me tell y'all something. I'm doing something real big this month. Any deal that y'all got and they beating us, I'm going to beat about $400. Just give me your bin and the paper because I'm in. What the word? What? what a money resign. What a money resign. What a money resign. What a money
0: resign. The prince gets an unreasonably cheap haircut at a local barbershop, featuring more characters played by Mervyn Hall. Keep your eye out on a the particular then unknown young actor as one of the customers. The duo visit a nightclub to meet some lucky ladies, but that does not work out very well. And finally, a major piece of their cruising mission: attending a benefit for the local community, headlined by a performance from.
1: Mr. Randy Watson Yes, Randy Watson <laughs> That is good mm-hmm. Good and terrible While you're in the clapping mood I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band Sexual Chocolate <laughs> Sexual Chocolate They play so fine, don't you agree? I decided long ago Never to walk In in one shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, you can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all inside of me. Sexy chocolate.
0: That crowd just wasn't ready for the greatness that was Randy Watson. While attending the benefit, Akeem gets his eye on a beautiful young lady named Lisa, played by Shari Headley, and in order to get closer to her, he and Simi must willingly apply for a job at McDowell's, a parody of that restaurant with the clown mascot, well he's not primarily used as much anymore but still, an establishment where she works and is owned by her father Cleo, played by John Amos. While things seem fine for a king, there's major roadblocks in his way of talking with Lisa. First of all, him still trying to fend it with American Ethics, and second of all, she has a boyfriend, Daryl, whose father owns the wildly popular Soul Glow brand,
1: Just let soul glow. Just let it shine through.
0: and you can pretty much call him the Morris Day equivalent of the movie. Now, for the rest of the film, Akeem tries to win Lisa's affections while Simi gets fed up living without proper fancy finances under his belt, which unfortunately spawns a surprise visit from Akeem's parents after he sends a telegram begging for money. Will Akeem win his heart? Will Akeem win his heart? Will his parents let him go through his proper marriage without any interference? Will Simi suffer consequences for not checking up on Akeem when he should have more often? Find out by the conclusion of this movie. My overall thoughts for the movie is this. It's definitely funny. No, seriously. There's a lot of memorable jokes that have come out of this movie more than I can air out here. Some of these jokes will most likely stand the test of time. From the one-liners to the very soulful musical numbers, everything just fits. But alongside the jokes, how about that cast, Black Excellence? Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are MVPs for the fact that they transformed into multiple characters for this movie and the supporting cast were excellent as well. Lots of familiar faces that will become big names or already were big names. It's no shock that the movie made a lot of dough at the box office. One more thing that I would like to mention. The setting in Zamunda is beautiful. It's a place where I would want to live alongside Wakanda. Pretty skies and plenty of animals. Honestly, it's a much watch if you haven't. Matter of fact, go do it now. Go find your sources on how to watch this classic, cause it's a much watch. Now we must await the sequel to see how it holds up. Hopefully not too much of a disappointment. Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed the review today. Stay tuned for next week's reviews. The first pair of new, 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 movies that I'll be reviewing on the podcast. The first one being what else but the coming to America sequel, and the other being the latest SpongeBob movie. And for that review, I'll be joined by a very special guest. Until then, be safe out in these streets and don't plan to rob McDowell's anytime soon. I'm the Western Wonder, and I'm out of here. Peace.